Hello everyone, welcome to the Simply Nikki Show. In today's episode, we're going to go back in time to 1996 as I reviewed the movie A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, executive produced and starring Martin Lawrence, who plays Darnell, alongside the actress Lynn Whitfield, who plays Brandy, and Regina King, who plays Mia. Now, I pose this question. Now, was the character Brandy played by the actress Lynn Whitfield overreacting in the movie, or was her actions justified? Stay tuned to hear my thoughts on this. Make sure you share this podcast episode with everyone you know, and follow me at Simply Nikki Podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. And sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode, and please share if you like. I'm going to give a brief summary and background story to the movie A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, which is a 90s classic hit movie. And Martin Lawrence, who plays Darnell in the movie, is a manager and soon to be partner at a nightclub. Him being this player and womanizer that every woman falls in love with. I mean, he messed with all kinds of women, y'all. The woman that was at the cleaners, the woman that cut his hair, a single mother that lived in the projects. But then he found the woman named Brandy, played by Lynn Whitfield, the actress that was an entrepreneur who owned her own business, real estate broker that sells homes. And she had her own house, but was connived by a player named Darnell, giving her sweet game. He stood her up, y'all, while he was with his childhood crush, Mia, who was played by Regina King, who just came back home from the Navy and Air Force. And while Brandy made him dinner and had him a birthday cake, which was played by Lynn Whitfield, she waited for hours for him, y'all. This was when they exchanged numbers, and after them, after he basically stalked her, <laughs> you know, at his nightclub, and then found his her way, his way, to her job where she worked at. And she literally had her security throw him out, and he just kept pursuing her over and over again. And she like, dang, I can't, I can't shake this man. So I don't, I don't know what to do. And mind you, y'all, she just came, Brandy, which is the lead actress in the movie, the love interest of Darnell, who was played by Martin Lawrence. She just got out of a bad relationship, and she's being pursued by this womanizing man that. Is this popular person at this nightclub. Um, and she's just trying to like turn him down every chance she can get. She just got this willpower. I'm not going, I'm not going to fall for him because I know how I get type of attitude from her, right? And he knows what type of woman she is. You know, she got her own. He, he, this is something different for him. You know what I mean? Because see, he in another, he in another zone. Basically, Brandy is like a high-value woman in the movie that portrays a high-value woman. So, he's pursuing her, following her to one of her homes, trying to pretend like he bought the bad one, this million-dollar mansion. And then she caught him in the act when she uh, realized that he ain't got the money. And he told her, like, I ain't got all this. This is a beautiful house, but I ain't come up with all it. I just want to know, can we go on a date? So she realized as she continues to, like, smirk and smile after trying to turn him down, like, his charm down. She was like, okay, cool. We can go on a date. I can't shake this man. Let's try Let's try this out, right? And I'm going to be honest. That's a red flag. But we're going to talk about this as soon as I get done my brief 
story of the movie. So they go on a date. He's, you know, taking her, you know, you know, being this play, you know, woman as a getting out in the mood and making her feel good in the beginning stage. You know how they go, right? And she goes to horseback riding. Now, Martin Lawrence, who plays Darnell, Darnell in the movie cannot, he has never done this stuff before. He added his element, right? And he meet this woman, Brandy. And he know good and well he can't ride a horse. So he gets on there anyway, trying to persuade her and trying to convince her that he all in for this relationship or whatever he's looking for, right? So he's trying to convince Brandy that I'm I'm ready for a commitment, but you soon find out in the movie that's a different story. But um, she get he get on the horse, he end up falling, and then told her after she after he fell that he you know he ain't never rode a horse before, and you know why we gotta do all this. And then Brandy got all mad in the movie, you know she said. She said, "Let's stop. Why are you playing games with me? Like you, 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 you came to my my place of business. You followed me to my place of business, selling homes, trying to pretend like you're gonna buy this house. Now you saying you can't ride this horse, and you 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 lying to me. Who are you? As who who is the real Darnell, basically? So she just got right to it, and he said, I ain't enough all this. This ain't me. I'm just trying to show you that I'm real. That I'm." you know, here, that I'm not trying to play games, because she told him, I'm not here to play games, and he smirks and laughs, um, they, you know, he not trying to play games either, he not that person, but Brandy, in the movie, said, as she was, Brandy was trying to show Darnell how you ride a horse, and he started getting all physical, and trying to, you know, get behind her, and show her, and, you know, trying to you know, be affectionate in a physical way. And you can tell by her body language and her demeanor, she not ready for all that yet. He moving too fast. And he like, why Why you? So she brushed, Brandy brushes Darnell off and said, I'm not, no, let's stop. So Darnell gets upset. He like, why are you playing? Like, why you bring me up here in, in this woods trying to ride these horses, doing all this fancy stuff? And and you playing me like, why you won't let me? Basically, basically he he wanted to say is why you won't let me hit. You know what I mean? Why you won't let me just let's just do it right now? You know? And she like no, take your time. Mind you, she just got done out of a relationship, a bad relationship. So she ain't trying to move fast. He moving fast. And out of all the women he has had, all he ever done was move fast. If you could see his patterns in the movie, and she told him. Um, no, Darnell told her, would you don't trust me? Why would you bring me up here? Why would you be doing all this fancy stuff if I can't, if I can't get none? You know, I'm not just here to just be, you know, playing around. So basically, he's trying to, he trying to hit home base before he even gets to the other steps, basically. And she told him, Brandy told him, you can trust horses. They don't let you down. People always let you down, especially men. And when she told him that, he bad, bad, looked all confused, like, like, wow, you trust a horse over me. 
You know what I mean? And when I did watch this movie growing up, I was like, you know, you don't realize until you go through your own, you experience life and love and everything else. So, you know, a lot of people do trust their animals more than humans. And when she said that, you could tell that based on what she said, where you could trust horses more, you could trust men or people. Uh, that's how you know how her she is, that she don't trust people at all. So it's like with her, this where she comes in when she should have realized right then, she should have put a halt on the situation and not moving forward with him because that right then would have told her and him that she's not ready for this but they didn't listen they continued to move forward and date and he took her to this fish place in the hood and you know get you know taking her to the other side and you know showing her all his favorite spots and all this other stuff right but really that was her red flag not for just being with him but just for herself to say hmm, maybe I need to look at myself and evaluate myself and understand why I'm so standoffish and why I don't want to move this fast and why I'm not able to move on as quickly as the man and that is coming in my life want to. Maybe because you're not ready to, you know. Taking accountability and telling yourself, hey, I messed, in certain, messed up in certain aspects. I made mistakes. I have not made the best choices in men. However, let me let me take a break. Maybe I'm always me jumping in and out of relationships is not good for me. And maybe that's why I'm having this tug and pull with trying to be open in relationships. That's what I seen with Brandy in the movie. That she was not ready. And even Darnell knowing like when... They kept dating, and when Brandy eventually let him hit for home base, I would say, before they even got into their hitting home base, I'm, you know, use your imagination, people, okay? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, when Brandy, before Brandy let Darnell hit home base while they was at her mansion, beautiful home, right? Um... She talked about how, hey, I may not be ready for this. I didn't have the best relationship. You can tell Darnell, played by Martin, he was a little, you know, tipsy. And they had a great night at the nightclub. And they wanted to, you know, she said, you know, come over to my place. And, you know, she thought she was ready. And emotions all over the place. And then she was telling him, hey, I'm not ready for this. In the movie scene... Uh, you can see her saying she don't trust people like that. I, I'm not ready for all this. And saying, do you asking Darnell, do you love me? Like, not just no. I love you just because I love you, but like, do, do you really love me? Do you like me? Do you want to be with me? Type of thing. Not just for show, not just for show and tell, not just for props. Because, again, she's this high-value woman. She knows what she brings to the table. 
she know how Dar- Darnell is around women, how he flirts and all this stuff. So she's trying to put that in the back of her mind, but she also trying to, you know, tug on her discernment and her intuition and say, hey, let me say something. So it's not like she didn't say anything. She basically said, I was hurt. I don't trust. Do you love me? So when he says in her face, looking her in her eyes and saying, I love you. That's right then and there was the thin line between love and hate. That phrase right there. You cannot just say that word so loosely. You can't say that phrase so loosely. And I think certain people are going to just take it for face value. Like, oh, he say love me. You know, people, people in general hold on to things and when you promise things or you say, I'm going to do this or I'm going to show you this or I'll, I'll have your back for this, loyalty and what you say matters more to other people than it will for others. And you and, and he realized that as he went on in his relationships in the movie that him saying, I love you to this woman, I love you to that woman. And you're like, oh, they ain't, they ain't taking this stuff serious. But you realize there is a thin line between love and hate. When you say it to the person, you really don't really mean it like that. Somebody is going to take on that phrase and take that to heart. And when you play with someone's heart, now you have a thin line between love and hate. Now Now your character is in question. Your loyalty is in question. Who you are as a person is in question. What you say cannot be trusted once you go against that. And he realized throughout the movie, you cannot play games with people's lives. You can't play with pe- play with women's heart and think that your cards will not be dealt with. That your actions will not have consequences. So at the movie, it's a lot of messaging. It's a lot of eye-opening, especially if you're dealing with relationships and the pros and cons and the, you know, the don'ts and the do's of it all, just the insight, you know. And when he said, I love you, to when Darnell said, I love you to Brandy, you can see her tearing up and crying. And throughout the movie, when I watched it numerous of times, over a hundred times, you realize that, one, she was not ready to jump to a relationship. Two, she should have trusted her instinct. Three, there are always signs when there are signs of people, whether that's romantic relationships or just relationships in general. There's always temporary lessons, te- I mean, temporary people that come in your life that give you permanent lessons that will shape your life for the long term you know so she did not trust her intuition you know and when he slowly starts to bring that womanizing play away playing games with her she realized that she started to see that and when she had a birthday cake, 
made for I believe it was her and or dinner she made for him for Darnell that Brandy made for him but he did not show up because he was laid up with Mia played by Regina King he spent the you know they talked at the club he was like I'm not you know telling Mia I'm not messing with Brandy we took a break because she she really playing games right now and um I ain't following games right now. I'm trying to I'm trying to be serious. So Mia, she was when she came back home from the Navy, she was in this little relationship with this guy that worked at the chicken shack or some where they lived at and you could tell she wasn't really feeling him. But that's another question that's another story for another day. Um But you could tell the chemistry that Mia and Darnell had in the movie and you know, they was by themselves at the nightclub, and they end up talking, you know, catching up as friends. And, you know, that he had a crush on her for the longest. And they was at the they was at the park, you know, talking. Then they later on, they kissed, and then they went back to his house. And then, you know, home base happened, and um, they woke up in the bed together and I think Darnell made breakfast for Mia then the doorbell rang and this is when Brandy started really exemplifying her her emotions how emo her emotions being rattled um by this this love play of ways that this man has, how it's affecting her, how she gets so attached to him. And Darnell's consequence is starting to catch up with him because she later on when he when she rang the doorbell, it was nobody at the doorbell, so he thought somebody playing at my door. But really it was a cake that Brandy made for him that night that he did not come to her house when he said he was and she had the cake with the knife in the cake. And he, he was like, this is strange. This is a whole cake with a knife in it. And he was like, something ain't right. You could tell in his face. He didn't realize that it was Brandy then until um, right after Mia left and did what she had to do through that, that same day. He woke up the next day and his house, the fire alarm went off. And then he went in the kitchen and later found that Brandy was in his kitchen burning bacon trying to cook him breakfast. And he said, are you crazy, Brandy? Why are you in my house? How did you get in here? Something's wrong with you. They tried to talk. Uh, he told her, I don't want to mess with you no more. Are uh, you crazy? You know, just getting at her. She tried to brush up on him. He then pushes her off of him to the wall. And... That's when you could see in her face, like, oh, this man really think I'm a joke. So she said, okay, I got something for you. And what she did when she went home that later that day, after he then told her off and said, I don't want you, you don't mean nothing to me, all this other stuff, I don't want to be with you, uh, having I told you not multiple times. This manip manipulative back and forth, one minute, 
he shows that he want to be with her. Then the next he's not. He brushing her off. So she's all confused. Her emotions all over the place. And she went to her house. Ended up doing some obsessed stuff like the movie with Beyonce. It just Elba on Lifetime. Where the white woman started doing all type of stuff to ruin this man's life. So that's what Brandy did with Darnell. She got her refrigerator. And she started basically inflicting physical pain on her so she can show that it was you know being herself up hitting herself on the wall hitting herself with the refrigerator anything she could find so it can look like darnell physically abused her so they mind you bobby brown the singer the r&b singer that is a member of New Edition. He is also in this movie. And he worked at the nightclub with Darnell. I forgot his name in the movie. But Bobby Brown um, played in the movie as well. And he got a call at the nightclub saying that Mia was in the hospital. Which was his you know, childhood crush that he really loves. And so he runs to, runs to the hospital Later to find out that it was actually Brandy who said that, made up this fake call saying that Mia was in the hospital when it was really her so he can, so she can play on his emotions to get him all riled up and emotional and scared because he, you know, loves Mia. And she knew that that was the only way to get him down there in a fast hurry. So... He said, is something wrong with you? Are you crazy? Whatever. What happened to you? And she said, you beat me. And he said, no, I did not. Then had the police come in. And this where it upset me, which I didn't pay attention to when I first watched the movie, was that when the police officers came, they she said, officer, that's him who hit me, who put me in the hospital who made me look like this and all this stuff and he's the officer said are you darnell he said yes they then the officer proceeded to say well you under arrest start cuffing him in handcuffs which is crazy because the policeman did not clarify or go through any questions to make sure that it was true or not that what brandy the woman was saying was true the police the policeman didn't press charges, but they arrested him and made him sit in jail until he can, you know, get bailed or whatever. And that part is crazy because it goes to show that some women are believable from the jump, even if it's false reports over the man. And not just, I'm not saying all women, but some women are believable from the jump and you can see that in the movie back because this movie was made in 1996 and they did not believe darnell they didn't even try to investigate and they just assumed being him being a black man they assume a lie okay they jump to conclusion as it is and then um them seeing her like that they just she's right automatically you're in the wrong automatically we're not even gonna see if you're right or not or see if it's true or not because we'd be lying okay and this 
this goes to show what happens when women and men being scorned in relationships from the past and why they should follow suit into follow suit and listening to their intuition and making sure to ask tough questions and not ignoring the signs in the beginning. If it feels that you are not ready to move on, don't rush it because that's not that's when you're not ready. And trust in any relationship is important. And once you lose someone's trust, depending on the person, it's hard to gain that back. Um, which jealousy, envy, ego is involved, whether it's within families, whether it's in within friendships, co-workers, associates, whatever you want to name it, right? Well, you also see families, and especially in particular, parents or siblings are just of the path you're on. So they try to sabotage what you got going on because they are upset. You are doing something they wish they did. Whatever oath that went on, friends, co-workers, whatever. Just like how Darnell was jealous that Mia, um, played by Regina King, was with someone else when she came back home from the Air Force. And she tried everything, he tried everything he could to, you know, block him and ignore him and try to say, no, I love you and I always wanted you. But like Mia said, why you never, you never showed me you love me. You was playing games me while while you play games with every other woman in the nightclub and so forth. And now that you're a particular, now that I'm with somebody talking about Mia's standpoint as the character now that Mia's with somebody now you want to jump in and claim your love for me when you had all this time to do so even before she even got in the air force it's like you can't have your cake and want to eat the rest of everything else too you see what I'm saying you can't have it all this is not Burger King you know what I mean and, and it's a shame a lot of people take advantage and Assume that we have all this time in the world, that you you got all this time to play games and want to run around and time is not on your side. And when it's too late, you either, oh, I regret I I, I fumbled the best thing I could have had if I would have just paid attention, slowed down and really, you know, seen if this can work or not or if this can align with my life and you know, take something serious and not be so playful. You only have so much time to be so playful, and then when you want to be serious, it's too late. Just like, for instance, Diddy, P. Diddy, who over time, since Kim Porter, who is the mother of his uh, children, it was too late for him when he wanted to confess his love, saying, you know, that was my black queen and all this stuff when he did wrong to her and cheated on her and did wrong to her for years while she was here now that she's no longer here he wants to do right and say i'm sorry and i messed up but you ain't do it while she was here you see what i'm saying so taking accountability own it up to your mess and knowing when you're right or wrong and knowing when you need to step up or step back and just evaluating yourself and say is, do I need to check my ego? Do I need to check my pride? I need to check all these things before I know I'm ready to proceed into any relationship because I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Checking yourself, holding yourself accountable, and telling yourself, let's be honest. That way, moving forward, 
everything move forward in any relationship or any situation in your life, you can understand it in all aspects and not just from an ego aspect, not just from a prideful aspect, not from a I just want my cake and eat it too aspect, you know what I mean? And that that shows that even when Darnell tried to break off this Even when Darnell tried to break away from Brandy and she later on realized that he wanted Mia and he said, no, I'm going to be with her. She tried everything she could to sabotage that. She uh, took the tires off his car, smashed a brick through his window when he got out the precinct of the police station. She followed him at his mother's home and bust another window, um, you know, messed up his car even more. Um, actually, she bust out the tires at the police station and then put through a brick in his front front window when he was at his mom's house. And he went out the house, and the mama went out the house too and tried to confront her and... His mama said, you need to control your group. You need to control these girls acting crazy over you. And he found out that it's a thin line between love and hate that you cannot say I love you and not own up to it and not show it. And not and not just be saying it just to say it. So after she threw the brick in the window, did all this stuff, uh, she later... No. Uh, Darnell went to her house, which is the mansion that Brandy lived at, um, tried to tell him, tell her, hey, stop playing games, you crazy. I don't want to be with you for the last moment. This is later in the scene of the movie where he she he walks in and tell all this stuff, you know, yelling in the house, and he couldn't find her. And then later on, he was turned around, and she hit him with a golf club beside his head. And, and knocked him out conscious and then tied him to a chair and made him eat the cake that she had stabbed the knife in and put the gun in his face and made him walk up the stairs, trapped him in the bathtub. Then that's when Mia, played by Regina King, and Bobby Brown, his character, they drove to the house to say, this woman is crazy. You know, Darnell been trying to tell you this, Mia, that this lady is crazy. And that's why he'd been acting strange. But he he didn't have no way to tell you. So they all went up there to the mansion. All the way out into this neighborhood. To go rescue Darnell. And Darnell is tied up in the bathtub. You know. Arms and legs tied up. And. That's when Mia encountered Brandy. They started fighting. And. She tried to, uh, Brandy had the gun telling Mia to go up the stairs, you know, and stuff like that. So they did, and when Darnell bust through the closet door, because then she had him in another room tied up, he came out, that's when Mia took the gun, shooting in the air, and then they all three, they all 
three fell out the window of the mansion and fell into the pool. And that's when he later figured out once he woke up from his conscience and all of the beating he had, you know, went through and pain he went through while he was laid up in the hospital and his mom and his sister and his crush was at on the side of his bed, he realized I don't want to play games no more. I want to be with Mia. I want I want to settle down. I'm tired of playing games because he realized you can't take advantage of people's emotions and think you're going to get away with it without no consequence. And he, he later figured out, I don't want to play games no, games no more. I want to man up. I want to be serious. Because he realized that his life was in danger. He could have lost his life messing, playing with her. And that's why when that accident happened, when that situation happened, she went to jail for the rest of her life, which I believe she went to, she went to jail because um, she also, I think, did something to her ex-boyfriend or something like that. Um, but it was crazy because Lynn Whitfield, who played Brandy in the movie, said, the actress said that every time she get interviewed, that movie, Thin Line Between Love and Hate, runs it makes men look at her like they're scared to be around her. They're scared to be in a relationship, in a relationship with her because of that character she played. And as I posed the question in the beginning of this episode, was her actions justifiable or was she overreacting? Well, let's see. I will say, looking at all the evidence and going through the brief history of this movie and watching this movie over a thousand times, her actions were justifiable in a way because you can't be playing games and saying the stuff you're saying and trying to say I'm serious and then unite and leading her on. Some women either let you go or they take that seriously. And you're going to see another side of people. You see what I'm saying? So I don't like that people. I don't like hearing that the actress Lynn Winfield feel like she was deemed as crazy. Because people thought, oh, this chick crazy. Every time, you know, something wrong with her. Something wrong. Why is she doing all this? It ain't never that serious. It may not be serious to you, but that's not what her emotions saying. Again, that also tells that. And relationship, got check your emotions, you know, and check if you're ready or not. If you know you're an emotional being like that. Because you also can't play with your own self and your own life would deal with nonsense that can make you end up spending the rest of your life in jail over some nonsense because of the word love. What is love when you? Locked up in jail. When he on the other side. And you over here spend the rest of your life. Because you trying. You were so wrapped up into this love fest. So. Swamped in that. It just. Sadly. Risked your life to be in jail. For the rest of your life. You know. And it's sad. It's like the fatal attraction. You know, the TV series they got on, on TV. It's like, what would you do for love? And how far would you go for it? What is your push buttons? What is your no-nonsense uh, action? What is 
the I'm not doing that for no love. Some people do some crazy stuff for love. You know, like Beyonce said, crazy in love. Heck, you know. You don't want to be crazy in love because like the character Brandy in the movie, you you either going to lose your life because you're trying to prove something or because you so you so swamped in. That's sad. And you think he thinking about her? Absolutely not. He went on about his life with me. They probably had a whole family, whatever. I don't know because they didn't make no sequel to the movie. But it ain't, it ain't, it's, it's sad. And it shows that when people have big hearts or people who don't give a darn about your emotions, you have to be the one that cares the most about yourself. Not you being love over heels over the person the most. Should be equal. Should be equal. I love you. Protect you type of thing. And this goes to show that she was even more in love with him than he was with her. Which I don't think he loved that He just wanted to hit home base and claim that he, you know, hit home base with a high value woman. Which was a black woman. You know what I mean? It was like playing games again. And he realized, don't want to do that no more. When you stop seeing people, women, or just relationships with people as trophies and parading them around just for your own benefit and using them and abusing them and then tossing them around like they some object, that that ain't cool. That ain't right. That's wrong. So, I think her actions was justifiable in a way. Was it too far? Heck yeah. Was it too much? You know? Was too, was she overreacting? No, because that's her emotions. Overreacting because her emotions was way more involved in the situation than he was. Was it justifiable? I don't know. You tell me. She later on in the movie had to go to jail. You see what I'm saying? It was justified because he was playing games. She was not overreacting. People just labeled her as crazy because everybody is looking at the characters in the movie and they're, they're, um, and from their perspective, and all actually, you got to look at it in all aspects, from either a woman's standpoint or a man's standpoint, whatever way. Look at it in all angles, you know what I mean? So, it was a crazy movie. Don't be all over love over heels for somebody liking somebody more than they like you. Because you don't want to end up, God be it, risking your life. Having your life taken away from you by either ending up in prison or etc. It's it's not. That's not cool. You know. That's why the phrase love is strong to certain people. Some people may be like, oh, it's just, you know, love. And all this they try to act like it don't mean nothing, but it eventually does. And be careful who you tell you I love you to.
because you don't want somebody to use and abuse you that way. So don't do it to somebody else. Because there's always a thin line between love and hate. You cannot put someone... You cannot come along and try to buy somebody off a shelf and play with them when you no longer is having fun with them or you no longer want them. You have to be up front with people. Until everybody checks themselves on how they are and stuff like that, then you can find some balance in this thing called life, okay? So I hope y'all got everything from this movie and my review. That's just my thoughts on everything. So what y'all think about this? Have discussions with your friends, your family, and review some of this nostalgia with me, you know, because I love going back to the 90s, baby, okay? Um and just talking about it and seeing it from a different perspective as you get older, you know what I mean? So, yeah, watch the movie A Thin Line Between Love and Hate, okay? So, that's all I got for y'all. I appreciate y'all continue to follow me, love me, continue to share. Hit that following button on Spotify, Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many more at Simply Nikki Podcast. Stay tuned for more and see y'all next time. Peace.